The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. Hey guys, and welcome back to Flourish and Fulfilled. Now today's episode, I'm going to try my hardest to make a bit sexier, but it is all about budgeting. And this episode is brought to you by Happy Way. Now, trust me when I say that I can squeeze a dollar when I need to. So for those that have been following me for a while, will remember all the way back to when I was a single mum with the boys and I had to make ends meet working two jobs, studying and navigating, trying to keep a roof over our heads when childcare fees were adding up, grocery bills and trying to navigate day-to-day expenses. It was so stressful. And being on my own in Adelaide, it was literally like I had two jobs studying, childcare fees coming out, and I didn't even know how I would make things work week to week based on the fact that one of my jobs I was working running a modelling agency and that was a five day a week job. And then my other job was marketing manager for a nightclub and that was Thursday to Sunday night. So not only did I have to try and work two jobs and fit in my study, I also had to navigate childcare expenses, which was not your traditional childcare for the job outside of normal hours. I had babysitting expenses and then groceries on top of that. Throughout that whole period, I also was trying to get on stage to compete in my first competition and really into my health and fitness as well. And all the way back then, we kind of didn't really have the um, like the endless amounts of variety that we have now at Coles with even things like quinoa. It was like $14 a bag for the food that I really was enjoying um, eating. So trying to make all of that work for me was very, very hard. I still remember one of the weeks and I know that I could have literally turned to my parents and asked for help, but I never wanted them to have to be my backup. So I remember one of those weeks that I literally had a loaf of bread and sausages and I rationed out my sausages for the week to be able to make my money and groceries last me through to the whole week. So for some of you that don't know my journey to get to where I am today, I definitely have been there and I know how to make this work and I know that money issues can suck and I feel like often the easiest option is to bury your head in the sand and pretend like it's not happening to you or rack up a massive credit card debt. Um, however, I promise you that when you know your numbers, you feel more in charge and you're actually able to take control of what you need to. So I posted a few weeks back in regards to an app that I discovered. I um, have a home loan or a mortgage and I felt like all of my salary was going towards my home loan and I wanted to be able to really um, see exactly what I was spending my money on. And I think as well, the more money you make, the more money you spend. And I think that's really, really important to note here is that often you'll get a pay rise and you're like, well, where did that even go? It's kind of like you just spend more. And so whether you're not making very much money or making a lot of money, it's still very important to understand where it's going and have goals as well. 
So the app that I downloaded, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about, but I'm also going to let you know that the way I downloaded that was I did some research on the benefits and also the different features that this particular app had. And the feature for me that stood out was that it literally um, ran through my bank account and collated it in a very easy to read like pie chart. And you um, put different categories in according to what your life is like or what you usually spend your money on. And it puts it into different colours. Now, for me, what it really, really highlighted that majority of my money was spent on eating out. And I know that that literally just goes to show where my um, love lies is obviously with food. However, it's probably not the best use of money because it's not allowing me to be able to have any sense of um, being able to hit my goals or me actually wanting to eat at home. So by seeing it really clearly of where my money was actually being spent, I was able to reflect on where I wanted it to go instead of where it currently is. So whenever I try and look at my budget or um, move forward within different saving goals, I like to firstly add up all of the income sources for the entire month. And I will actually talk a little bit here in regards to when I first started out, I was getting Centrelink benefit for childcare and I had been working two separate jobs to be able to um, make ends meet and I had put my salary at a certain amount for Centrelink and I was doing my online recipe books at the same time and because my recipe books sold so well, within a matter of a week, I went from being... um, classified as needing the childcare supplement for childcare benefit to entirely having to pay back the whole year of benefit up front. And so that was a massive shift for me as well of being able to not spend money even though I had it. So that was a really good discipline for me because I knew that I had to use all of that money to then pay back the last year's childcare, even though at the time I needed it. I hope that makes sense. So when you look at your income coming in, add it all up and it can come from even Airbnb being out of spare room or your job or going to the markets on the weekend and whatever that looks like for you. And then for myself, I navigate all of my essential costs. So the things that I can't get out of paying and that looks like my mortgage, my groceries, uh, electricity, internet, water, rates, private health. Um, And for myself, I have school fees. And I know that that's probably not an essential cost, but at this stage at the moment, it's an essential cost for me and my family. And then I have like the fun or the non-essential things like swimming or gymnastics, horse riding, riders, endless football expenses, like how many pairs of football boots does he actually need? petrol, subscriptions, and of course, my favourite, eating out. So at the moment, I am on a single income and I don't have a lot of money to save. Um, And when I do, I feel like it ends up going towards random shit. Like at the moment, I'm definitely not saving for a goal or putting it towards something beneficial. I end up spending it on like birthday presents or home maintenance. And I, again, I'm definitely not a financial advisor. This is just what I have done. And so many of you seem to be very interested in how I budget and the apps that I'm kind of using. So I'm just sharing what's working for me. 
I put 20% of my income into a family account for things like clothing, activities and like other random things that are related to the kids. And that's really helpful for me because the twins seem to grow at the moment like no end and the boys are growing really quickly as well. And it allows us to be able to have that buffer for kids, which is really important to me because I don't ever want them to go without. So instead of putting that 20% towards like saving for a goal for myself, it's just allowing it to be able to go towards the kids' activities or non-essential things that are really important to me. When I set financial goals, I like to have short-term goals and long-term goals. And The good thing about having, so the app that I downloaded, and again, this is in no way, shape or form like affiliated with them. It's simply the app that I found that had the right features that I needed uh, is called Money Brilliant. And so what it does is it feeds into the bank account and you can see exactly where everything's being spent, but it also allows you to set those short-term goals and long-term goals and to be able to audit like your expenses and subscriptions and things like fees. So if you haven't done this recently, I shouldn't be saying this because I hope that most of you are not on the BOD app, like fingers are crossed right now that you're not going to go and cancel your subscription. But if you go into your iPhone and you go to subscription, the amount of things that you have subscribed to that you are not even aware of will blow your mind. Even little things. So like I actually have, so there's a website um, called Canva and we use it often for like graphic design things for the business. And so we have a business account. I was also paying for a personal account on my phone and a personal account on my computer. So we had three accounts for no reason. No wonder why they're like a billion dollar business because here we are always subscribing. So make sure that you check your subscriptions and fees and just the random things that you're not even um, aware that you're spending money on is a big one. Some basic things when thinking about money. Spend your money wisely on the things that you must have and they're like your needs, your 100%. Save your money for the things that you like but can live without and these are obviously your wants and set aside money for unforeseen circumstances or expenses. So like your car breaks down and needs repairing Um, and I think that one's a massive one because we don't often realise that car servicing or um, new tyres are a part of our expenses that we have to actually allocate for. And if we are living like month to month, we really need to make sure that we have that um, money aside for things like that. Accidental overspending. So this is a big one. Like if you've set a budget and it's say $100 a week for eating out and you spent $120, And that's fine, but how many weeks are you going to overspend for? So the key to budgeting is to stick to the basic rule of obviously spend less than you earn. Sounds very straightforward. However, if you are a big spender like me, it's not as easy as it sounds. Now, one way to making sure that um, you are sticking to that, if you don't want to use an app like Money Billion, and again, that's actually a paid app, so you are spending money which go figure, to save money um, is to look over your past like salary statements and your bills and bank statements and credit card statements Um, and just making sure that if you are spending money in any other way that you're also checking that as well. The other thing as well, which 
is so important to me. And I know that I drill into everyone about this online and with my own employees is financial independence for both spouses. Now, most domestic violence relationships actually start off as financial control and is usually one of the biggest reasons that women can't leave a relationship because they are not financially independent to do so. I know that when a new employee starts with myself is that I educate them on financial independence and being able to take a percentage to a separate bank account. And that's something that I promote heavily of being able to have that backing for yourself that is not anybody else's, that you don't need to talk about what you're spending it on, um, you don't need to ask permission for what you spend it on, and that it is simply just yours and yours only. And that can be as little as like 2.5% of your total salary put in another account. Um, It doesn't have to be a sneaky thing. You can talk to your partner about that. And again, if your partner is not okay for you to have your own financial independence, that in itself may be something that you want to consider. One of the biggest things that I have done in regards to saving money is sign up to an app and I think this one's actually a freebie, called Unroll Me. And it unsubscribes you to every email that you want unsubscribed. So be honest with yourselves. How often do you get an email that says such and such is having a 50% off sale? And you're like, oh, got to click it. I click it and I click it every time. And then I end up buying shit I don't need because it's on sale. And so now I actually don't buy on sale which seems crazy, but it's not. Because when I was buying on sale, I wasn't actually needing the things that were on sale. So now I only buy for an event or something that I need. And that's the difference between the impulse of it being on sale, thinking you're saving money versus actually only getting it for an event. And clearing out your wardrobe and having that space is the best feeling in the world. Um, this is also where I need to mention that this is a do as I say, not as I do, because if you come to my house right now, I can't fit another dress in my wardrobe and they all have tags on. So I will definitely sell them off very soon. But this is the new me. I'm coming. The budgeting me is coming. It's going to come very soon. And I'm going to make all this money from not spending. Now, the more expensive stuff sometimes lasts you longer than the cheaper things. And it might seem a bit um, backward, but if you actually buy quality over quantity, I know that for me, and I don't even know why I get sucked into this, but we live on the beach. So everything gets rusted and I always get sucked into buying a cheap toaster. And I reckon I've bought like four toasters in the last two years instead of just buying a good toaster. So now I've actually spent more money on buying cheaper things that are actually shittier than buying the most expensive one that'll actually last me. So that's a big one. Now, don't laugh when you hear this and hear me out. I actually swapped to prepaid and I'm not 12, but I swapped to prepaid. So I have been with Vodafone since, yeah, I was like 16 and I went from paying $149 a month now to 30 I have never, ever gone over and it's not like I run out of credit, but what you essentially do is you attach your credit card or bank account to your prepaid account 
and it'll top up every month if that's what you choose to do. And so mine is monthly reoccurring $30 and I've never gone over it. So that has been a massive cut um, that I wouldn't even have considered to do. And that's been now like four months that I've done that. So really, really good um, tip there. The other thing that I like to do is get my bills paid in weekly smaller amounts. So my rates, rates, oh my God, my rates where I live are like six and a half thousand a year. So really expensive. And I get them paid in weekly installments so that it's not a massive shock at the end. Reduce the amount that you spend on gifts like Christmas. So Christmas debt is such a big one. And I know that we want to spoil our kids and we want them to feel really special. And I know that for my kids, they have like a big want of one big thing or two big things. And then I end up saying to them, no, it's too expensive. And then I buy them all this random little crap that would have actually ended up being more expensive than the thing they actually wanted. So being really conscious in what you're actually buying and the amount you're actually spending um, and pre-planning that ahead is a really big one too. When it comes to budgeting hacks for reducing like your food and grocery bills, um, a big one for me is meal planning out my week in advance. And I think the reason for doing that is it stops you from overspending in the grocery store, but also the wastage of food. So what I do is I like to plan out like large dishes that I can then double up as lunches for the following day or um, even leftovers or a base for the following night's dinner. Um, Now, I'm a big foodie, so I love food and that's probably a big priority in my life, I would say. So it's not something that I want to um, sacrifice the quality of. So when I'm saying that I use the leftovers as a base, it's still really good food and really easy ways of being able to do that. Um, A simple example is like if you're having a spaghetti bolognese one night, you can use the meat base to be able to make nachos the following night. So that type of thing is a really big lifesaver to be able to make sure that you're um, having those um, crossovers between leftovers the night before and lunch the next day whilst saving money as well. Based dishes are a really good one because it allows you to be able to, especially if you have kids that are wanting tuck shop, um, to be able to take those and be able to use those for lunches the next day as well. And it means that you don't have to spend money on like pre-made lunches or um, even your own lunches if you do work in an office or things like that. Now, if you are able to or you have close to you um, markets, They are such an easy way of being able to get produce in bulk in a very cheap way. And so usually at the markets, they have like a seconds table and everything's discounted, but it is honestly just exactly the same product, except not as beautiful looking, but it's not like it's um, more dated or that it's going to wilt quicker. It's usually just because it looks a bit different. Buying in season is a lot easier when you're going to the markets because if you go to Coles or Woolworths, they actually import a lot of um, fruit and vegetables. Now, you'll notice that at the moment as this podcast goes live, peaches, for example, are about $17 a kilo. And when they're in season, they're about $2 a kilo. 
So if your kids really like peaches, I would kind of encourage them to move towards pears at the moment. Um, So buying in season changes the game when it comes to your grocery shop. It's interesting because a lot of people always say to me like Coles versus Woolworths, um, one's so expensive and one's not. However, it's usually actually what you're choosing to put in your trolley um, and making sure that you're actually aware of how much and what you're actually consuming. Now, the easiest way when you are grocery shopping, I have spoken about this in Blown Minds, which is really interesting to me, um, is that when you're grocery shopping, on the tags or the labels, it'll say out of 100 grams, right? And that is how you work out what is the cheapest amount. Um, So it's not like, because there's so many marketing ploys to get you in the shops. Um, So it'll say 50% off but it still might be more expensive than the other product. So always look at the um, comparable. Now experiment with different foods or recipes that are in season and always like play with your foods to bulk it out. So I use like lentils or eggplant, tofu or crushed tomatoes to be able to bulk them out. And it usually turns like a four serving dish into six to eight. Buying in bulk is a big one. And I often get things like meat in bulk because it is so much cheaper. Oat milk for us, I feel like if I had shares in, what is the brand, Daily Harvest or something like that, then I'd be onto a good thing because my kids have three litres of oat milk a day. So it's really expensive. It's like $5.50 a litre and they only go 50% like every so often. So as soon as it's 50%, I buy so much oat milk that I swear that people think I'm running a cafe out the back. I have bulk oat milk always at my house. Um, It does take a little bit of organisation and I know that like that then means that you need to spend more money up front. But in the long run, that is huge when it's like your everyday essentials that you know your kids will eat all the time. It's a massive, massive difference. Now, shopping specials is also a really good way of being able to make sure that you're reducing your grocery bills um, and also making your own things. It can be a little bit more time consuming, but just so different when it comes to the budget. And, And a big one for that is my thermo mix. So my thermo mix seemed like the biggest cost ever. Um, so, and they're so expensive, but I bought mine for $2,000 in 2014 and I have used it every single day for six years. So every single day for six years. Um, now I know you can get like replicas for about $300 and, um, I'm just not sure what the better option here would be going back to like the toaster, whether it would break time and time again versus the quality of mine lasting me for six years and using it every single day. I think the other key thing when it comes to the Thermomix is that it literally allows you that if you don't have the confidence to cook or make things from scratch, it teaches you step by step and very basically with base ingredients. Um, So it's not like you need to go out and buy all these fancy ingredients to be able to whip something up. You can literally have just pantry essentials and it yeah changes the way that you cook. So that's also a really massive tip. Wastage is a big one, especially where we live, because we don't have a a garbage bin 
that gets collected weekly. So they put a massive emphasis on green waste. So we get our green waste bin collected once a week and our red bin three weekly. So we have to really make sure that when it comes to wastage, we are making sure that 100%, if you're not eating that, then we need to make sure that you're using it. And that makes a massive, massive difference as well. Before we go on, I'd just like to take a minute to talk about today's sponsor. Now, Happy Way is a brand that I have worked with for many, many years, and they have literally done the best job ever of changing a product from something that's not working and being able to integrate it into a product that is going to change the way that we are able to um, charge up. And that is exactly what it is called. And so this product used to be one of their fat burner range, and they've changed changed it to be a product that allows you to increase focus and build endurance and be able to boost your energy like all day. And as always, keeping in line with Happy Way's philosophy, they have created this product from all natural uh, sources and it's got antioxidants, vitamins, minerals and nutrients. I know that uh, I've already tried the green flavour and it is so delicious and I absolutely rave about this product. Um, And today you can get a special discount using this code SG25 and it is valid until the 31st of August. It does exclude merchandise and you could take advantage of this at happyway.com.au. The other thing for um, bulking out foods is substituting with frozen fruits or vegetables. Um, If you do perhaps have fussy kids that only like certain uh, fruits or vegetables, then that's a really good way of being able to incorporate those into their diets whilst still um, not breaking the budget. Um, The other good thing is that usually they're like um, fast frozen and so the minerals and vitamins that are in there are still absorbed, which is really, really, really cool. I always avoid pre-made meals or like I'm not going to I'm not going to name any brands but a lot of the meal companies that make um, meals for lunches and things like that start at about $9.95 per serve to like $20. If you look at that every single day of the week you're looking at like $100 for your lunches alone. When a lasagna, for example, that's in like my budget recipe book is $20 start to finish and it serves 12, you could literally save over $100 right there just by changing the way that you perhaps shop and cook. And I know that for so many people, time is so important. And I don't want you to think that I am saying that you need to go and slave in the kitchen for hours on end. And a lot of the meals that I know that I make are very quick. And a lot of the suggestions that I've made today are also very, very easy to implement or start using or doing and seeing the rewards long term as well. Um, So just to recap, the app that I have been using that's not sponsored is Money Brilliant. And it does pull across all of your data and analytics so that you can see where you're spending your money and how much money you actually have to play with. Um, Now, with today's episode, as I am not a financial advisor or a severe budgeter, I would love for you to give me your tips as well. Um, We always continue these conversations in the closed Facebook group, which is Flourish and Fulfilled or on Instagram. And every single week I always do a bookworm and this week I am doing, I am reading, sorry, Why We Sleep. 
And it's a huge eye-opener in regards to sleep deprivation and what happens when we actually sleep. If you guys want to leave me a question or perhaps you do have a tip on budgeting, the number is 07-56-49-6851. And until next week, have a great week, guys.